In this episode, Justin Land of Filoso Vibe interviews me about how I was able to allow the law of attraction to start working in my life and how faster EFT tapping is a great tool to dissipate pain, trauma, and remove the blocks to attract what we want. Enjoy. What's the biggest obstacle to getting what we want? Limiting beliefs and expectations created by our past experiences. These limits create a subconscious attraction of what we don't want and block what we do want. But we can turn it all around with a powerful tapping tool called Faster EFT and leading edge law of attraction principles. In this podcast, life coach Mark Shahada explores both of these subjects with guests, as well as performs tapping demonstrations and sessions. Listen in and see for yourself how it all works. Welcome to the Tap It Out podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Lhasa Vibe. I'm your host, Justin Lamb, and today I'm with Mark Shihada, and uh, I hope I got that right, right? You got it right. Very good. Great, great. Uh, he is a life coach, uh, certified law of attraction practitioner, and a faster EFT practitioner, which I think uh, he'll have to explain to us later because I'm also not so familiar with it. Okay. So, how, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Thank you for having me here. Excited yeah, to talk to you. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, you're the fourth um, Joshua teaching teaching Joshua uh, guest. Only that's that's awesome. This is going to be the best one. I promise you. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. No, no. <laughs> I, why not? I mean, uh, the one with Gary was awesome. Uh, all, all the others are awesome. Helmet let's let's developed. let's shoot to to be better than the one with Gary. And if that <laughs> happens, I'll be really happy. Uh, yeah, he has the extra, you know, that extra bang with Joshua that comes through. But this is uh, true. I know. That's why we have to try really hard. Did you see it? Did you see the podcast or did you hear it? No, I have not. No, okay. I'd like to no, see no. it. Of course. Uh, it, yeah, but you, you're, you've been, in, of course, longer in the program. Uh, you've, had known, you've known Gary longer and you've been familiar with the teachings longer. I don't know how long ago did you start with uh, the whole law of attraction thing? With Gary or just law of attraction? Yeah, actually, the start. What what made you? Oh, the start. Come to the realization that the world runs according to the law of attraction. Oh, very good. Yeah. Well, it it, boy, it was a long time ago. It was in the late eighties. My aunt knew I was into self help things, and and um, I was. I think I knew of Seth. I'm not sure if you knew of Seth. There's a book called Seth Seth Speaks. Yeah, and so my aunt sent me um, Abraham Hicks tape. In the and 80s. Yeah, in the late wow. 80s. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I was, you know, I was checking it out and I really liked it. I really liked the information. And then I found out it was channeling. And I'm a young guy. I'm thinking, this is kind of weird. And I don't know about it. But at the same time, I thought the information was so amazing. I'm like, well, you know, I, got to, I have to check this out for myself. So I went to a workshop. And this was before that we could even see what she looks like. This is before YouTube. And, right. and um, so I went to a workshop and the lady at the door taking the tickets, I was talking to her. When the show started, I see that this is the same lady who was ah, Esther. Wow. Esther. The beginning, this is very, you know, in the beginning of the, or towards the beginning of the workshops. You tell me you did not, when, when you were buying your ticket, did you by her voice recognize it or figure it out? You mean when I first talked to her at the door? Exactly. It'd be interesting. No, no, that's because, you know, as Abraham, she talks, she talks differently than, than her own voice. She is. Yeah. I mean, her, um, the energy is still there, but there is a big shift. You're absolutely right. So it's cool. There's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. And especially in the beginning, she, like, she sounded even different than how they sound now. Like, like it was a strong kind of an accent. It's pretty, pretty weird. So I, um, I checked. I was actually even able to ask a question. Get up on the hot seat. Oh, yeah. and uh, so for the viewers, uh, okay, well, the listeners, back in the day, I mean, how how big was the crowd? You know, it's. I, I remember it. I remember a few things. I don't remember exactly how big, but it was. It was a good size. I I I'm not good with like estimating numbers, but okay. I just that was the, a good. Yeah. The concept of the hot seat though is is kind of. Cool because uh, not everybody can talk. I don't know. In the day, maybe it was even much more easier. Uh, but 
you had a, if you have a group of people, you have to have one person asking questions to these entities to right. kind of, uh, and that has to, there's a process uh, that has, I think, been refined over time of somehow picking out people who need to be asked and are the best for asking the question for the whole group as well. Right. It, it was hundreds. It was at least hundreds, hundreds of people. Yeah. You just raised your hand and she was like, yeah, I just raised my hand and um, I think a microphone came around and nice. I was what was your that. question? You don't remember? <laughs> Actually, I remember the question. So I, I was talking about, I told, I told her I was shy or I told them, I have to remember that it's them, not her, but I said, I was shy. And what can I do about that? And she says, well, we don't feel you shy now. And I said, well, actually I am because I'm kind of holding back, you know. And they said something like, there is, what we feel from you is there is a shy of being a smaller person. And then there is a shy of just, I don't remember exactly how she put it. And I'm going to not put it as good at all. But I think she was saying like, not everyone's going to relate to you to your, uh, or you don't relate to people on a certain level and that's okay. Um, so it, so I basically, they were telling me it wasn't a shyness out of weakness or being smaller than I am. Right. Maybe positive maybe understanding, the more of a positive maybe the understanding. Yeah. What's that? Uh, more of a positive interpretation of shyness, just, uh, maybe a more solitary approach, maybe, uh, still strength from within, not needing, be to go out and get people to um, somehow justify things for you. Yeah. Yeah. There was a positive spin on it. So it was pretty, pretty interesting. And so anyway, so the Abraham Hicks stuff, I thought it was amazing. And so I would get the, the tapes of the workshops twice a week for, I think over 30 years. Wow. The tapes, like I, the old school tapes. <laughs> the, the tapes were the old school and I still had a cassette tape in my car and so I just stopped recently because, of course, it's on YouTube, anything you can get. But I wanted to master the law of attraction. I, I ate up the Abraham Hicks information. Well, this is so, yeah, you're definitely an expert. I mean, so um, you, you seem to have come in touch with it very early and then have gone through some workshops, listed the tapes. And when did you realize that you became very proficient in it in your daily day, daily life. Yeah. You know, it's a long process. It's, it's, it's a type of, there's an art to it. There's a practice to it. And I would try stuff and it didn't, I remember one time I'm like, okay, I can, I can have whatever I want. I'm going to eat whatever I want and I'm going to be able to, my metabolism's going to go fast and I'm going to be able to lose weight. And I tried that and I just gained weight. Right. Okay. <laughs> so you know, as we all do, we try things. And then, and then instead of saying when it didn't work, instead of saying the law of attraction, quote unquote, doesn't work, I said to myself, well, what am I, what's the nuance that I'm missing? So those are the little things that I wanted to study. Um, so how did I know it, it worked? There was one time in my life where I had a, you know, I guess, dark night of the soul mm-hmm. um, moment. And I'm not going to go into the details of what happened, but it was a really, uh, challenging time in my life. And at that, and I felt lost and I lost kind of faith in myself. And at that time, I loved the law of attraction. I ate up all the information and I believed it, but I wasn't applying it like I could have been. So what I thought was I was struggling, actually what it was, long story short, I was trying to find... I was a recording studio engineer at that time, and I wasn't going to work a nine to five my whole life. I was going to do my own thing, music. And then the recording studio, I did that for six years and it stopped. So I'm at a point in my life where, well, I want something different. So what now? What am I going to do now? And I struggled. I was living with my girlfriend at the time in a, in a condo and I needed to, to make rent. And I did, started to do temp work and again, lost and doing these temp jobs and being broke. And so I thought, you know what? And I kind of struggled for a couple years. And I thought, you know, I'm really going to, my way's not working. I'm really going to try the law of attraction approach or Abraham Hicks approach. And that is the idea that I can't attract a better situation from worry and anxiety and trying really hard. So what do I do? What's the alternative? I have to feel as good as I can. 
I have to figure out how to feel good. The way I, and the, what I was doing wasn't feeling good. I was kind of just trying to get work and figure it out and trying really hard. So I started driving around and I started to park in with nice views and kind of relax, relax, meditate, listen to music just to feel better, just for the sake of feeling better. What Abraham Hicks says and Joshua is uh, I, I love what Abraham Hicks says. Nothing is more important than that. I feel good. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that even And I would have resistance to that because I would think, well, I don't deserve to feel good. I have to figure out my situation. I have to to figure out how to make money and pay rent and things like that. So there was that resistance that you work through. As you know, know, we're going to find out from you how you're experienced with it. But you tried things and you worked through it. Of course. And so I did that. I would drive every day and I would relax and I would meditate and chill out and just feel good for the sake of feeling good. And then things started to work out for me. I started to, I attracted a better job and then even a better job and then a job to where I really loved it. And I made enough money to like marry my wife who I was living with at the time and, Mm -hmm. and found a job that I loved. So that was like my proof that, you know, this shit works. If you you really, if you apply it, if you, you isolated the feeling aspect and you're confident that you were able to do it without looking on the outside uh, for, for some sort of reinforcement, you, you were able from inside to build up that feeling good ran in, in, in following inspiration. And then at some point it became obvious that that was that energetic flow became manifest into tangible kind of uh, events and yeah. It's, was, the, yeah. it's, the, it's the trying to make something happen versus what you're saying, feeling good from the inside and then trusting and waiting for inspiration and acting on that instead of acting on your own kind of, I was acting on my own anxiety to find a job. Yeah. yeah. Out of fear. Yeah. It's a, of course, that's, and fear. that's the biggest. Exactly. So this is a, so there's a, there's a shift of course that happens when you, when studies Abraham, then studies Joshua. Uh, Joshua obviously goes more into, not just just feeling good, but focusing on uh, beliefs that are always going to be there, certain limiting beliefs to release them, to ease them up to, in a sense, see fear the, or the, the negative emotion is also a positive feedback of, of sorts. And this is something that Abraham doesn't really touch on too much. And it's, uh, it's helped me a lot understand this reality. And I just wonder, yeah, uh, how did you come to then from Abraham to uh, Joshua's. Right. So it's, it's years later and um, I have, I'm a client. I'm sorry. I'm a life coach with a client who tells me about Joshua. They said, Oh, do you know there is Joshua? It's very similar to Abraham. And they let me hear the podcast and I heard the podcast and, and on it was at the time, I know Kyla was on it, and I believe Wendy was on it, and I forget the other Steve. two. Steve, Steve right? Steve, Steven yeah. was on it. Maybe I and I loved Gary, and I loved the. I loved how they swore. I loved how they were real, because you know the Abraham. Like I, even when I went to the Abraham workshop, um, I I was I was young, and I'm like these new age people are weird. <laughs> you know, I was a little like. I didn't really relate to them as much. I was kind of, again, I was on my own a little bit and, um, and I was a little judgy back then. You know, that's what I, you know, learning how to not be as judgmental, but I didn't, you know, so I loved, you know, Gary's my age and he's keeping it real and I really related to them and I loved everyone on the podcast. So I fell in love with the podcast is, is how I first got into Joshua. That's exactly the way right I went. I started actually with uh, Joshua Live. I didn't get too much involved in, or listen to the roundtable maybe okay. later, but um, it was just the, the message was so, uh, it was such a high uplifting one that right. it was amazing how, how you can turn everything to a positive and how things, uh, it was like magic, you know, listening to it, you know. Right. And uh, that's, uh, that, that led me, contact Gary about the uh, boot camp and such and uh, you know 
to actually be in the calls now is also a cool thing, you know, to yeah. kind of be part of the process of making the, the cause in the moment um, you may have your own questions you want to ask or, or not. But if you don't ask them, you find out that you didn't have to, because it seems like your question was answered in by somebody else's question or Joshua took it on kind of a side detour that was to also help you with your question maybe. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, definitely that was, you know, my favorite podcast. And um, so that's, that's, that's how I came to teaching. So uh, you uh, are a bit, I think you're quite active in the community. I think um, I've seen that you're also, um, you're, I think you write up on Facebook about EFT, Faster EFT. Can you just maybe touch on what, what exactly is that? Yeah, Faster EFT. So, you know, as I was studying the law of attraction and I, self-empowerment is like my passion, self-empowerment, which, and then that's, and that's for me and that's for others, right? That's just my passion. So as I'm studying this stuff, Abraham Hicks and anything law of attraction, anything self-help, Anthony Robbins, Deepak Chopra back in the day. Um, and what I was doing was looking for something to remove blocks to, to, to what we want. So we have the law of attraction, which is the how, I think, <clears throat> and the foundation of how I believe how, you know, metaphysically how our world works. But, but if you have belief, blocks can be just limiting beliefs and experiences. And I wanted to learn how to, so I would, I would study and research blocks, different things. And I remember finding EFT. And EFT is tapping. And then from EFT, I found faster EFT. So faster EFT is basically, Robert Smith created that. And what he did was he discovered, he used faster, he used EFT as well. And also NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, which I learned from Anthony Robbins back way back in the day. Me too. And other books. Oh, really? Yeah, of course. That's my, I think Anthony Robbins was probably opened me up to the world of positivity um, and emotion, the power of that and how it influenced our life. Of course, it, yeah. it's the message I was able to let to different sources to broaden that because um, it uses, of course, as a tool and it's, it's a very powerful tool. It's kind of um, and a bit of the, the, you know, basically if quote unquote fake it till you make it, which I think is absolutely True. And in the teachings of Joshua confirmed that once, you know, once you vibrate at that level of being, then you are that being. There's no need for preparation other than vibrationally. So uh, right. just how, how, how flexible your beliefs. And, uh, and Tony Robbins is amazing because uh, his life and energy, the guy, that guy, he's, he's definitely inhuman. I mean, yeah. And yeah, so yeah, that's a yeah, wonderful start uh, for you as well. Yeah, I absolutely. I mean, back in the day, I, I remember watching him late night shows and he was kind of a little cheesy, but, and my mom bought the tapes and I listened and I thought, uh, you know, every, it's funny, everything I started with, there's a little resistance to it. <clears throat> but um, yeah, so I studied up Anthony Robbins. And so as I found Robert Smith, who created Faster EFT, he studied all these different modalities and he really studied how the brain works. <clears throat> and and how it's the and his approach the at the foundation's law of attraction we get what we hold inside so if we have memories and traumas and things that have happened to us experiences that well what happens is when we have these let's say they're traumas we record them and that they be, they be, and we attach beliefs to them and our brain our our neural pathways are connected to uh, let's say this trauma of how to feel and act when we come across a certain similar situation. So right. basically our exper- past experiences give us an automatic roadmap on how to behave. Mm-hmm. So for example, let's say, I don't know, a, a, a girl broke my heart when, when I was in high school and not all, now if I could be someone who got really, my heart really got heartbroken and I got hurt so bad that, I have these automatic beliefs that come up and these feelings that women are going to break your heart. Be careful with women. So you had these, you had these before you're talking about I personal. Did, 
Yeah. So I didn't, I, this didn't happen, but I'm saying, for example, okay. things can happen. Like something, you could have had a girlfriend in high school and I could have had a girlfriend in high school. And if I got my heart broken, I, cha- I can react differently than you could. You could have just blown it off and said, okay, that's just her. That doesn't mean much. Or, and if I'm the kind of person who really creates meaning with what happened. So it's not what happens to us is the meaning we put on that. So right. if, and also what happens when we are really badly hurt, there's a coping mechanism that kicks in to want us to protect us to make sure it never happens again. Mm-hmm. So, so let's say I get my heart broken and I, I kind of, I'm weary of women now. That feeling of being weary of women, it's going to stick with me. And it's an automatic thing. And it's pr- th- these are programs that are running that I don't, I'm not even really aware of. And I'm not consciously doing them, but I would, let's say later on, I want to get married and find women, I still have this, these beliefs about women. And I still have this internal fear because I have these experiences. And as you know, because of the law of attraction, if I have that, I'm just going to attract more of that. So right. after high school, I attract someone in college, the same thing. And, mm-hmm. and so then I'm, it becomes a negative spiral. Mm-hmm. So faster EFT is a great way to go back to these, doesn't have to be traumatic, but these memories that shape us into feeling and thinking and believing things that aren't really working out for us in our lives. But isn't tapping more, uh, it has to do with physical tapping of, of, of the body, right? right? So tapping, so what we do is we use tapping. Mm-hmm. So let's say I want to change that experience in high school, that girl who broke my heart. So I would experience the feeling of it. I would go back there and, or if a practitioner was working with me, if I was a client, they would say, go back there, feel what you felt, hear what you heard, see what you saw and feel that, what, that heartbreak, you know, and then the practitioner would start tapping or I would start tapping on myself and I would be guided to tap on myself in between the eyebrows, side of the eye, under the eye, half an inch under your collarbone, in okay. between the eyebrows, side of the eye, under the eye, half an inch under your collarbone. And what is what that, that is, so very good question. What that does is you break the trance of the trauma. Okay. So, so when my mind is in the pain of getting broken up and that heartbreak, and I remember those times when I was all alone and I missed her and the heartbreak, when I feel that and when I even go back, I can recreate that just by remembering it, right? Mm-hmm. And then if I tap, I'm going from my mind to the body and I'm getting out of that. I'm breaking the trance of that. And my neural pathways are actually being softened and changing because people who understand the brain know that any, every time we visit a memory, our intention at the time and how we're feeling at the time is, is updating the memory. Exactly. Right? So if I remember that and then I tap, tapping is a way of relaxing my body, relaxing myself and saying different things, letting go, let it go, let it go. It's okay. It was a long time ago. Then now my memories are actually being upgraded. So when I go back to that time, that heartbreak, it's a little softer. And then I do it again. And we have, as practitioners, have tricks to go back and do certain things and find different uh, ways to soften that and to, we call it a defrac, which means to get out of that negative trance. Mm-hmm. And to, it could, so it even works without tapping. It's, mm-hmm. it's a distraction from, the, from thing, the thing that's bothering you, the memory or the trauma. You do it enough times, we get it and we measure it. So if it's zero to 10, if it's really bothering me, it was a 10. We do it until it's a zero. Mm-hmm. And then we rewrite the memory. Okay. Because we know that it's not real. It's something that we're making up. Mm-hmm. A memory is something that I go in my mind and I recreate. So if I can recreate my, a memory, I can, as I tap down the hurt of it to zero, I can recreate it every, any way I want. Mm-hmm. And so then when I recreate that memory and change what happened, or basically we're not really changing what happened, but we're changing how I hold on to that. Then, and, and as I practice that new memory, then I'm, then I'm attracting from that now. I'm attracted to that good experience with women. So that's the, and, and that works with pain in our bodies. That works with, you know. So we believe faster EFT is the best way to allow the law of attraction to work in our lives. So it's a, it's a very, very cool tool. I mean, it reminds me of the yeah. NLP technique of maybe, uh, you know, if you had a bad memory in the past, make it funny, make it more of a character kind of in your mind with a projector. Exactly. And then you, you've combined it with, uh, seems like some sort of also acupuncture points or points of the body that have tension. And then when you hit them, I guess there's a relief that one 
infuses the memory with that relief and that good feeling as well, or, or let's go yeah. of the tension that was involved in the, the memory. Uh, I, I should say on a side note that, uh, I mean, this is a, a, ma- a wonderful, um, it sounds like, I mean, th- these things do work and it can be, I think it can be very, um, how do you say, it's a uh, effective and, and simple, I mean, but it's more about the guidance and the flow, whereas um, people don't realize they have a choice with memory, which is a very important point that your energy is collecting your memories as well, as you're pointing out. So, um, you know, the energy that you are now at the moment is, is the, your magnetic point. So you're literally drawing on things that were not, there is no past if you're quantum. So you're, That's right. you're lining up timelines that, you know, have some sort of, how do you say, uh, cohesion, but they're little, those little shifts are completely different worlds, completely different realities and perception. And, and, and it's a, it gives us a freedom to become like, to be the person, for example, to be Tony Robbins, you know, you, you could be, or I could be that kind of guy. Right. Right. But it would take a, <laughs> it would take a, uh, a completely reworking of our biographies and, uh, but we could have the same events, right. But we right. can infuse it with something else like what you're doing also to turn into a very positive, you know, overcoming story as well. Or, um, and yeah, uh, let's say, let's say if I wanted to become Anthony Robbins, if what I, if, to use fast of tea and the law of attraction, what I would do is I would imagine that, okay, I want to become Anthony Robbins. And then I'd, I would, Write down all my resistance to that. I can never be that guy. I, all the resistance, make a list of the resistance and then go to each one and tap, tap on it, tap it down. So, oh, I can, you know, being up on, I can never talk publicly in space and in, in, on a stage. And then I would tap on that and then rewrite that to from fear of being a public speaker to I'm an excellent public speaker, right? So, so that it's a, it's a great tool and we teach people how to do it for themselves. So we don't want people to be reliant on us. We want people to be empowered themselves. So you make a list of all the things, any kind of resistance of being Tony Robbins, you tap on that, change it, change it to what you want. And if we want to be Tony Robbins, or if you want to be Tony Robbins or our, our version of it, it can be done. That's funny. Cause uh, Tony Robbins actually uh, in the back in the day, he tells about uh, one of his first, we were first starting out. Somebody uh, stole his workshop. Well, he couldn't make a date. He canceled it, so um, he got no money from it. And it turns out, like the guy who organized it's son held it, took his what he saw from Tony Robbins from a previous seminar or whatever, and gave Tony Robbins' life story as if it was his own life story. Okay, to the crowd, yeah. and everybody knew. It was Tony Robbins' life story, but not his life story. And I was like, uh, very cool uh, yeah, irony there. But um, I, th- I think right. that um, you, you're a, in essence, you are a life coach. I think that's your, your, your calling or, um, and you have um, a lot of things at your disposal to help people face their fears or deal with trauma or, or, or reach goals is, your, is part of your what do you feel about goals, uh, especially given Joshua's teachings now? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I'm in total alignment with Joshua when it comes to goals and Abraham mm-hmm. Hicks is, uh, yeah. So I, I don't really believe in goals um, for many reasons, but, you know, unless you're someone could, well, there's two things. First, our goals sometimes are things we think we want. And Joshua says that all the time. So there might be things, you know, I, I think I want that white house on the mansion and I want it to be rich and I want that red Porsche. So I think it's good to look at why we want the things that we think we want, number one. Mm-hmm. What, what do we think it's going to give us? Or even if I'm alone and I want, I want a, a girlfriend, you know, why do I want that girlfriend? Is it because I need, is it because I'm lonely by myself? So if I set, you, I, you know, people tend to set all kinds of goals to fill a need uh, or a hole in your life where you, where you're not feeling complete. Mm-hmm. So a goal doesn't really help with uh, giving you what you really want, which is a feeling of feeling complete. Anyway, let's say if I mm-hmm. want a girlfriend, it's more about self-love. It's more about feeling okay 
being alone. Yes. And, and that's how I attracted my, my wife, Kelly, is I used the law of attraction back then is I was, you know, I, I finally got okay with being alone and, and learned how to make myself happy. And then when that happened, Kelly came. Of course, came. that's the way it's supposed yeah. to be. Right. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's always the, it's the B. We think that that B falls A. Right. And we're being taught now, actually, no, B first, A, or it doesn't even matter, but it's, it's all you. And uh, yeah. it's hard to accept sometimes, but, you know, we have, we're given these tools from these wonderful teachers now in our age that, that we can understand them. We're so it's, lucky. Yeah. And to, yeah, I mean, the, imagine the generations before, I mean, there's some ones that were able to use these things. I mean, it's all about living a happy life. That's the goal here. But um, right. you can see anybody who's been successful throughout history, whatever success means, they had some understanding of intuitively of law of attraction. I mean, they, there were, of course, very controlling aspects of these individuals. And that's, they, 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 they can distort everybody. You can get off the rail quite a bit. Uh, and, yes, and you, you see can. That. You can see that, uh, and it's 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 part of the. I think the reason we are here, though, is because we like playing with the idea of imperfection, even though we are, as Joshua says, perfect. That's why for for me, it's like it's awesome for coaches and trainers and teachers because you you. It's like um, your own. You realize that it's you but it's also the other. Um, and how do I, yeah, I'm going on a little yeah, leadway here. Cause I'm wondering, yeah, what is, what is your feeling about coaches now? Because it seems like, what do you, what can, what do you do for people? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, coaches, it's, it's like anything, every coach was so different and diverse. So I call myself, I'm a faster EFT, you know, uh, level four practitioner. And I use, mostly that. And I use, um, help my clients with uh, leading edge law of attraction principles. And I basically use faster EFT as, as, as a coach. So there are so many different kinds of coaches. So most of my clients are, are people who have tried different modalities, tried everything. And then they find Robert Smith, they find faster EFT and they feel that it's the only thing that works for them because, you know, so my clients tend to have a lot of cl- trauma and a lot of things um, in their past that are stopping them from whatever they want, you know? And so um, I usually deal, and, and also we deal with a lot of people with pain. You know, we, mm. we know that the body is re- just reacting to our mind and it's, there's that connection that people don't understand. Yes. So if you came to me and you said, Mark, I have this pain, we're going to find the emotional reason for it. We're trained nice. to figure out, you know, um, well, we're going to try our darndest to find the emotional reason, you know. And well, then we maybe use yeah. an example now. I mean, we're virtual, but uh, I did this with Isabel actually with her. Yeah, let's do it. Thing. But uh, it's just something. Pain, but yeah. I'm, but I'm, I'm going through some adjustments. It's not pain, but it's, um, on my spine, uh, there was a small like uh, protrusion. You know, I thought it was a pimple uh, mm-hmm. on the just to the left side here, okay. and on the top, and it's in. He went to the doctor. He says it's not a tumor or anything. And, uh, but I found that the whole left side of me, even sometimes you can see this picture, it kind of tilts a little bit. And I had about two months ago, problem with my left hip, not problem, but it felt, I had to really ease up on it. And uh, my, you know, my big toe is a little slight. Sometimes... Okay. All right. Let's do it. All right. So now, of course, this is just a demo. In a real session, you know, we're going to ask a series of questions to figure out what this is all about. But we're we're just going to demo it. So, so just do this. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath, and feel this what you're experiencing right now with your spine and this part of your body. And now you're saying the left. It's the left side. Yeah, that's. It seems for some reason to be the left side. Something. It seems very obvious, a left thing. I don't know. <laughs> it's a left. Okay. Now, I don't usually like to do this, but you know, the left is usually related to women. Do you have any issues going on with women? Um, no, I mean, I would say a readjusting of a, my lifestyle. Um, so I separated or, or now it's approaching five years. So, and I've been in. You separated five years ago. 
from a, a marriage where it was over, it was like 18 years together. So, okay. Uh, so as a practitioner, what I would do is I would go to some of those, uh, I would go there and look at some of those issues of the, the separation. Is there sadness there? Is there regret? Whatever there that is. And then, but let's do this again. So close your eyes, take a deep breath and see how this feels in your body and see what comes up when you think about what's happening now. Is there fear? Is there frustration? What comes up for you? And you may see things, you may think things, and you, it also might remind you of things in the past. So as I ask you this, what, what's coming up for you now? Um, in relation to the events or my body? Your body and what, what it reminds you of. Okay. Interesting. Well, obviously, um, if it's, because it's a bit of a, a, a lowering of the left, it just, and I don't even feel it though. I just, it just obviously kind of a physical manifestation that's kind of visual to me. Um, that, there's a big shift in who I am going on between right and left, finding my balance and my center, obviously going and being separated from somebody after such a long time, but we're, we're still very close with around a block from each other. I have two kids. So it's, um, you know, I'm not feeling like it's something from that, but it could be, I just, uh, I don't know. Okay. Okay. So again, um, in a real session, I would do other things, but we're going to just do a demonstration here now. So number also, when did it start? Okay. So I'm thinking for a second, the little toe thing has been the, perhaps the longest. That was about maybe six months. It's not a big deal. Uh, the shift in my hips, which lasted for a week and now is kind of gone. That happened about three months ago. And at the same time, roughly but it's grown to be bigger and bigger. This uh, protrusion um, that's that, that started about the same time, about three months ago. Uh, what was happening in your life three months ago? Hmm. Very interesting question. Three months ago, I think what see with me in time, uh, that would be no, uh, December, November, October. Yeah. Um, a good question. I've been. Uh, anything major happen? Nothing negative that I would interpret as necessarily negative. I've, I've been going through, um, you know, some financial stuff since the last two or three years, uh, dealing mm -hmm. with uh, bankruptcy and and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, and that's definitely my kind of fear thing is around money and. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I wonder if that's maybe perhaps that makes more sense, I think. Okay. So sometimes there's an accumulation and we have a, we have an ongoing of certain thoughts and let's say, let's say it's, it's fears of money, financial fears. And then six months ago, it can accumulate to a body reaction to that. Let's so, so we don't know yet, but let's do this since we don't know yet. Right now, feel that feeling now. You have. So what are you experiencing right now currently? Um, right now I'm not experiencing discomfort. So, okay. um, and even if I physically, if I try to sense it, it's just that it's such an obvious mound on my back. Uh, if you saw it, you could see it. I never had something like that before. Okay. And, so, uh, so notice how that makes you feel and let it bother you for the last time. Okay. Okay. So how strong zero to 10 or 10 really bothers you? Zero doesn't bother you at all. To be honest, it really doesn't bother me. Um, it makes me curious. Curious. Because so I, this is not a problem? The, the physical manifestation hasn't caused me any discomfort. It's just, it seems like an obvious signal that something symbolic to me, maybe. Whereas the hip, the, the hip thing definitely took me out in a strange way for, I'll say, a discomfort was about you know, an eight or seven. And how do you feel about the hip thing now it's, uh, you're hip, saying it's not bothering you no it's been resolved it, i'd feel okay. the left and the right side are kind of uh come yeah. it doesn't i don't i don't have the lower but i stop lifting like i did before like i don't like jump to pick up a box um i pack it up with my eyes uh okay uh, so so let me ask you this is there something right now 
is you look at your life right now, mm-hmm. something that can be bothering you, that, that, um, that might be an annoyance, something that you, you've been thinking about yes. that worries you. Okay. So, oh. and you don't even have to tell us. That's the other okay. thing about this. Mm-hmm. All right. Is this something you don't want to talk about? You'd rather well, keep it? I'm the host here, so I can technically censor things, right? <laughs> okay, no, no, don't worry about it. Okay, so yeah. think about that thing and let it bother you for the last time. T- tell me okay. what you got it. Okay, how strong? Zero to ten. Uh, it's still, yeah. I mean, it's a five still because. Okay, make it bigger. Make you mean make it feel more uncomfortable? Yeah, make it. Let it bother you bigger. Okay. Got it. All right. What number is it now? Maybe a, maybe a six. A six. Okay. So, Justin, if a room has been dark for thousands of years and I turn the light switch on, what happens to the darkness? The darkness disappears. All right. So, f- open your eyes and follow me now. Tap between the eyebrows and just repeat after me and say, I release and let go. I release and let go. I'm eliminating all sadnesses. I'm eliminating all sadnesses. Emotional traumas, fears. Emotional traumas, fears. And you don't have to think too much. We're doing subconscious work. So just go ahead and just let your subconscious do the work. Side of the eyebrow. Say all anger is resentment skills. All anger is resentment skills. Uh, Under the eye. Judgments, abandonments, betrayals. Judgment is abandonment and betrayals. And, you know, people at home can also do this too. Anything that's bothering them, tap on it too. Tap along. Um, Collarbone, half an inch on your collarbone. You can use your whole hand to get both sides of the sternum. And say, uh, um, rejections, frustrations. Rejections, frustrations. Helpless and hopeless feelings. Helpless and hopeless feelings. Eliminating feelings of no control. Eliminating feelings of no control. And everything else. And everything else. I'm here with Mark. I'm here with Mark. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. So far, this podcast is going a lot better than Gary's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Nice. <laughs> You agree to that, right? Well, I, I mean, Gary was, of course. I mean, I, I want to see us your equal. It's, it's unique. Um, everybody okay. is. Okay. I love. I love uniqueness. And um, okay, it's definitely unique. Well, well, we're reaching for better, so we'll see what happens. Okay, grab nice. your wrist. We'll reach. Grab your wrist. Okay. Uh, and when you grab your wrist, you know you're hitting the the points in your hand. All the points in your hand. Uh, take a deep breath. Blow it out and say peace. Peace. So this first round, okay, you can open your eyes now. This first mm-hmm. round, we kind of just did a whole, a general, um, different emotions that it could be bothering. So now we're going to check back in now. It was a six. Check back into that feeling. What is it now? Yeah, it's gone down at three or two. Okay, notice, and, and everyone at home too, notice what makes it, whatever it is. For you, it's a three or two. You got it? Notice what makes it. it you could be seeing things. You can be feeling things. Mm-hmm. You can be... Uh, hearing things. I'm definitely uh, eased up a little bit. Yeah, I feel the, especially okay. in the heart area with, with the tapping. Does, okay, notice uh, what's the, left. Mm-hmm. That three or two. Notice what makes it a three or two. You got it? All right. All right, tap, tap with me now. Open your eyes and say, let it go. Let it go. Side of the eye, let it go. Let it go. It's going to be okay. It's under the eye. Just follow me now. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, collarbone, it's safe to heal from this? It's safe to heal from this. I'm okay. I'm okay. Good job. Grab your wrist. Deep breath. Blow it out and say peace. Peace. All right. So now check in again. How strong is it now? I would say that I'm. it's more overwhelmed with good feelings that uh, I can't even look at the, like a negative. So it's, it's definitely a one or zero. So one or zero. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you make it come back? Try to make it. Cause just one minute ago, you made it a six. Mm-hmm. So try to make it back, make it come back. It's hard to make it come back. I mean, it doesn't go up much. Um, okay. So would a, you say, what number would you give it? I mean, a two. Okay. All right. So now what I want you to do is go to a happy memory, Justin, and everyone at home too. Just remember a time where you felt peace or you felt relaxed or you felt empowered. 
Got it? Mm-hmm. Now, notice where in your body you feel that. And what I want you to do is send that feeling to your issue right now, the issue that was two or three. It used to be a five or six. Whatever it is, send that feeling. And like, what I do is I send it like a, a beam of love, light and love. Kind of let it give it a little healing beam of light and love. Send it to your whatever it is. It makes it a two or three. Got it? Yeah. Good job. Grab your wrist. Deep breath. Blow it out and say peace. Peace. All right. So check in again. So 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 that's so the tapping. When we do the tapping, that as you know, that breaks the trance of the problem. And when when you went to a happy memory, that also breaks the trance of the memory, and it also adds good feelings mm-hmm. to whatever the memory or whatever is bothering you. So now check into the issue that we don't even know what it is. And what number would you give it now? Yeah, I, I don't feel any connection with it. It's a zero. Okay, good. Very good. So now that it's a zero, you don't have resistance to it as neutral. What would you, what we'd say is you and everyone at home, just close your eyes again, take a deep breath and imagine the situation, how you'd have liked it to happen or how you would like it to happen and feel how you'd like to feel, how you'd like it to happen, your attitude. Got it? Got it. Good job. Now, now do it again and make it even better. Remember, you're making this shit up now. So you make it up <laughs> any way you want, right? Wow. Embellish it. Make it better. Add colors, add people, add attitudes, add fun, add lightness, add scenarios, change the image. As you know, this is NLP stuff. This yes. is more NLP than even EFT. This this faster EFT that we're doing. Very powerful. Very powerful. So tell me when you got it again. Everyone at home, do the same thing. Make it even better. I got it. Very good. All right. So you can open your eyes now. What we would do is have you do it even a third time, make it even better. Write it down in something that's called a happy journal. And uh, I can talk about the happy journal another time. but, But so you write it down, and then we would ask you to practice this new story now that you created, this new feeling, this new experience. So we want to practice it, the new. Uh, so that way, whatever we, we're we replacing, we want to replace that good feeling, the new story, um, with whatever was there three minutes ago. Okay. There you go. Nice. Yep. So it's an amazing tool. I mean, I tap all the time for myself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just an amazing tool that I use every day. And again, it's, it's the foundation is law of attraction for me. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, and uh, I mean, I feel like the, it's, these, these subtle things that are so important. So we think that we need to do like big things to make changes in our lives. We have to prove ourselves but what we're really doing is coloring the past. What we're really doing is seeing a better future. It's just clarity. And then what your your techniques are doing is just, I mean, like the idea of Joshua one is always like write things down. You have a happy journal. And that's just a, maybe similar to the tapping of physicalizing just to, for yourself, some sort of, I don't know if it's like a, um, um, I want to say a memento or, but something that, yeah, just makes it, Tangible, more physicalized, maybe. more tangible. Yeah, because obviously, yeah. thought you just you brush it aside and you don't hold on to it as much. But this kind of combined, I think it can do uh, powerful things. Yeah, it's very much in alignment with Joshua. It's just another process that we think. You know, just Joshua has processes. This is another process. Yeah, um, and you know, Joshua has their um, equivalent to the Happy Journal. We have the Faster EFT. We have a Happy Journal. And Joshua um, has the Joshua Diet playbook that I used a lot. I don't know if you use it, but it's no, no. everyday process. It's it's a positive process every day. And we're talking about goals. And what we do instead, 
would I like to do instead of goals is general and int- positive general intentions for the day. Mm. How do you want to feel? I'm going to look for things to be grateful for. I'm going to be nicer to myself, nicer to others, look for things to appreciate, things like that. Nice. Yeah. I think this is a, maybe a good point to maybe uh, stop this uh, podcast for the, because uh, I would definitely want to do this again at some point, maybe go into even deeper details, but it was definitely a good taster of, because uh, I'm now more enlightened <laughs> than before. And it's definitely, uh, I, you know, I think this is one of the advantages of podcasting is that, you know, I don't really care so much about others. I know that the people who get it, who need it. And I know, I can only know that I, what I experienced during the conversation and afterwards too, I've been list, I list the other podcasts I've done and I still get stuff out of it later. Yeah. From the people like, so I'll watch this again and I'll be like, oh, okay, I didn't even catch that the first time that you did that. And, and, and Absolutely. I really love, love that. It's, it's, it's similar to the tapping because it's like, you know, increasing, you know, the, the, the significance of something that's very, very positive and building it, uh, yes. you know, just going back to it and just touching on it, touching on it. And uh, that's right. I'm very, very happy that you're able to make time for us today. And uh, thank you I'll so much, Justin. I appreciate it. And I'm, I'm going to put all your details uh, below on YouTube and, and it's also on uh, some of the podcasting sites. And okay. I definitely encourage anybody to get in touch with you. I'm sure you have some more online videos of, of your techniques and, and discussions about it, right? Yeah, I have my own podcast as well. Um, nice. to tap it out. How many episodes do you have so far? You know what? I stopped uh, for a while. I'm going to start up again. And I'd like to uh, add this to my podcast as well, our conversation. I think I have 11 or 12. Oh, no, no, maybe 13 or 14. Um, okay. Because I don't do it. I don't, do, I don't pressure myself to do it. So when I'm not, you know, maybe like what you're doing, like when I'm not inspired, I just don't do it. But I'm, I'm getting inspired to get back into it. And, and, nice. I mean, for me, the only, the only issue is I'm, an, I'm a morning person. And because of the time difference with the U.S., I have to do these in the evening where I'm actually okay. normally not very energetic. You know, because I'm, I'm, I, 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 I've kids some, you know, part of the time and I, I go to bed right. quite early. So, but I'm learning. It's like uh, to deal with it, just to accept it because so many cool people in the States I want to talk to through the Joshua community. And yeah, uh, I really so, appreciate this, Justin. This is a great conversation with you. Me too, man. It's uh, definitely enlightening. And uh I want to wish you, a, what, what time is it there now? California, uh, right? It's, yeah, it's uh, 11.44 right now. Okay, so it's still good morning. I'm the evening time, late evening. <laughs> what, what time is it over there? It's 8.44. 8.44, okay. Yeah, my day is over, dude. And your day yeah. is just beginning. Isn't that awesome? That's yeah. right, yeah. Dude, uh, yeah, so I wish you a wonderful day and uh, good luck. And I'll talk to you, I'm sure, soon. Thank you so much, Justin. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Tap It Out podcast with Mark Shahada. We hope you enjoyed it. Catch you next time.